Hi, and welcome to the CHCA Entrepreneurial Podcast. And we have an exciting podcast today because once again, we are going to be visiting with an alum here from the school. Class of 2020, right there in the midst of COVID, we had Kat Frazier graduate from CHCA. And Kat is now at the University of Dayton and doing some incredibly exciting things. So tune in for this following conversation with Kat Frazier. All right. Well, Kat is here in the studio with us today. And Kat, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, you've got a you've got a pretty impressive bio here. So let me just kind of share this with our audience. So you're currently a junior at the University of Dayton. And uh, because you are taking on everything and the world, it sounds like you currently have a double major. So you've got marketing and entrepreneurship, and your minor is in sustainability, which I got to tell you, that alone, it, it, that, that just gets me excited because I'm like, yes, all three of those things are, are awesome. Uh, so you're working as an education and engagement team leader for the Hanley Sustainability Institute. And specifically, you lead the Sustainability Action Program, the SAP. So we're going to come back to that because I want to hear more about that. But also exciting, this year, uh, it sounds like you opened a clothing resale business in Dayton called Flyer Thrift. Um, and then I love uh, in, in your bio, you say in your free time, like you have any free time. Okay, as we go through this, it's like, no, there's no way that you have free time. But when you do, uh, you serve on the board as a volunteer with Make a Kid Mary. You're the vice president for the UD Diving Club. You're a leader for Bible studies with crew. And you participate in the Pi Sigma Epsilon Marketing Fraternity. So, Kat, that uh, that alone is is quite an accomplishment. So, uh, so great, great job. Thank you. <laughs> so, let's look at this in in particular here. First of all, you are one of our uh, exclusive club of graduates in the craziness of COVID, right? So, your last, well, really, your last semester of high school was remote. Tell me a little bit about that experience in hindsight, right? We're, we're a couple years removed from that now. We're going into 2023. And tell me what that experience was like for you as one of the students getting ready to graduate and going to college in that world of uncertainty. Yeah, um, it was definitely a challenging experience. I mean, closing out your high school career, to say, without uh, your friends around you and by your side was not the most fun. Um, but that being said, there were also some positives that came with it. Being online um, really forced you to be more self-motivated. You had to get your work done without the pressure of um, like teachers telling you to get it done over and over in class or your friends next to you asking like, hey, do you understand how to do this homework question? Um, so it became more independent and I definitely gained skills in that sense. Um, but there were a few a few challenges that came with graduating in 2020 also. <laughs> I imagine. And so you went and started at UD in the fall of 2020. Uh, were you still remote at that point? Um, UD went in person, but all of our classes were online. Um, so we were in person at the school, but I had all online classes. Now, currently you have a double major in marketing and entrepreneurship. Did you know going in that that was going to be your major or did that shift and change as you started classes? 
That changed a little bit. I came in as a double major with marketing and sustainability. Um, but I realized that majoring in two different schools, the School of Business and the College of Arts and Sciences, was a little more work than I wanted to take on. So I switched my sustainability major to a minor. And because of that, I was able to um, fit an entrepreneurship major in also, which because it opened up some room in my schedule. Um, entrepreneurship is something that I've always been really passionate about, and I want to own my own business one day. So having the opportunity to study that in college has been amazing. And one of the things that we obviously are working on here at Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy is the development of our entrepreneurship and sustainability program. And so you're involved in two key aspects of that. And the program was really getting underway when you were a student at the school. In fact, 2020 was the year that the program really took off. So kind of right when you were leaving, it was experiencing a lot of a lot of growth. And one of the things that I would ask as you as you reflect on your high school experience is when did you first discover that you were interested in entrepreneurship and in pursuing the entrepreneurial mindset? When, when did that first spark to you? Yes. Um, so I went on a lot of mission trips and service trips with my church and um, some J turns with the school also. And those would not have been possible for me without fundraising. So I made and sold all my own bracelets. I participated in a lot of organized fundraisers. And in doing so, I never created or owned my own business, but I had to make my own products and sell my own products and sell myself and the purpose of what I was doing and raising money for. And it helped me realize that running my own business or running my own fundraising platform was something that I really enjoyed and um, I could see myself doing in a different form as a career. How did you get started doing that? Like, where where did you discover, like, hey, I can make a product that I can sell or I can begin networking and getting the word out there? How did you even take that initial leap or get that idea? I have always enjoyed doing little crafts. And uh, my parents and my uncle encouraged me to start selling some of them. They said, this is something that you're good at, something that you enjoy, and it's something that you can make money from if you choose to. So. I made the bracelets. I took pictures of my friends um, for senior pictures, and I would sell those sessions and sell some of the gifts and talents that I had and use them to um, make money for doing things that I enjoyed. I love that. It's that it's that hustle and that grind that we always talk about with with entrepreneurship. But I also love that there was that moment where you you first saw a tangible monetary value for a product that you brought into creation, right? I mean, because everybody at some point has dabbled in crafts and in creating things. And you took it that step further to say, here's something that I brought into the world. And now I'm going to attach a price to it, a monetary value that someone else is going to pay. And I'm sure on some level to the young Cat Frazier, I mean, that that was probably a little nerve wracking as well, right? Because it's like you're asking someone to buy something that you made. But I also imagine that that probably was inspirational, knowing that you went out and did this thing and someone saw enough value in it to then give you something in return. I imagine that was a pretty cool thing. Absolutely. Fully agree with that. 
Now, in your time at UD, as you've explored uh, marketing and entrepreneurship, can you share with us some of the inspiration that you've gotten from your classes or your professors or your opportunities that have further motivated you in your entrepreneurial journey? Yes, I think so. I picked up the entrepreneurship major my the end of my sophomore year. So my coming into my junior year, I started taking my first entrepreneurship classes. And one of the first ones that you take is just intro to entrepreneurship. But in that, um, you have the opportunity to pitch an entrepreneurship business idea to your entire class. And um, a few of them get chosen and you get a loan from the university. You get a team of some of your other classmates and you run the business. And having the opportunity to do that with the funding already there. So it's not, I didn't need to put down my own capital, um, but I'm able to still make money off of that has been an amazing learning opportunity and something I'm very grateful for. So I really appreciate the lessons that I've learned in the classroom, but one of the most impactful things from my classes so far has been actually getting to run my own business through the and, and I love hearing that because that's really what we focus on is this hands-on experience. Because you can spend all day in a classroom listening to lectures, but at the end of the day, if you're out there doing it and learning it, you are getting a much richer experience. Now, is this business that you're talking about, is this the Flyer Thrift? It is, yeah. let's, let's walk through that because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Where did that idea originate for you? Um, so I love thrifting. And I've noticed that a lot of my friends on college also love thrifting or at least love clothes. And some of my friends don't have a car and they're not able to get to the thrift stores and or they don't have the time to go off campus and do so. And there's been a big um, surge recently in the amount of people buying from fast fashion stores um, because they're a lot cheaper and college students <laughs> as a whole don't have a ton of money to spend. And it's a good opportunity to explore your personal style. That being said, they're not the most sustainable. And so I decided to start a thrift store on campus because it gave access to people to buy cheap and sustainably sourced clothing so that they could explore their personal style and um, just expand their wardrobe if they so choose. And so really the concept plays into a lot of the different areas you're passionate about from entrepreneurship to sustainability. Explain to me, if, if you would, how did this work with the class that you were in, in terms of, I mean, it sounds like you got a little funding to start the business. How did that whole piece come together? Yes. So we had an elevator pitch at the beginning of the year, and then our class voted on the ones that they thought would be the most feasible and profitable for the semester. Um, then those few ideas got funding, and you got a team of people from our class. And after that, you're pretty much set on your own. So I set my own meeting times with my team. I choose how much time and effort I wanted to put into running my business, which has been a fair, a fair amount as businesses take a lot of time and effort. But there is a lot of mentorship from the university if you seek it out. But overall, it's fairly hands off and they let you run run the show. How did they or or you determine how much startup capital was necessary to kind of launch this business? Was it an arbitrary number or did you have to put a proposal together? How did that piece work? Um, so the university gives a $5,000 loan to the teams that are chosen and that is the capital that you have to work with. 
Now, when you say loan, so so it's expected that you pay that back to the university? Yes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So that's the capital you have to work with, and you can choose to use that as much or as little as possible, but you do have to pay it back. And what does that payback time period look like? Is it an interest-free loan? Is it a set time period? How does that work? It is an interest-free loan, and you're expected to pay it back by the end of the year. If you happen to go under, you are not required to pay that out of your personal capital, but it, it is an expectation that you pay it back. Now, how many people are currently on the team that you're running with this business? I have five other people on the team with me, so there's six of us total. So from an ownership perspective, is this a shared equity? Is this something that you personally own? How does that piece work? So I am the owner and the CEO, and I have um, the marketing officer, the operations officer, uh, the person in charge of the accounting systems. Um, so, but I am, I am the owner. From a, from a profitability perspective, have you found that this particular business uh, is, is turning a profit? Is it doing well for you? Yes, we're doing fairly well. It took a little bit of time to get us up and, up and running on, on our feet. But now that we have a reputable name on campus and people know who we are, and we have consistent hours that people know um, to shop and come by our, our store, uh, we are doing fairly well and we are profitable. Now, tell me about your storefront. I mean, how, how did you how did you find space or or get the opportunity to actually set up a permanent location? So we operate out of a pop-up shop model. So all of the donations go and are housed in a large closet in my dorm or in my house. And uh, we tag and organize all of the items there. Then they go into my car. And when we set everything up, it all comes out of my car and we tear it down and it goes back into my car. So we are, um, we normally operate in the general, like it's called Kennedy Union. It's where a lot of the lunch places are and students go in between classes. So there's a lot of foot traffic there throughout the day. So we will set up there and then tear down at the end of our time. There, there's so much in that story that, that I love because, it, you know, those of you the, 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 in the audience that was listening, think of the number of times that Kat said, in the house she's living in, in her car, you know, and, and you get this image that, you know, entrepreneurship, it, it's, it's exciting, it's inspirational, it's fun, but oh my gosh, it's so much work, right? I mean, you're, you're schlepping boxes and you're tagging clothes and, you know, the whole time you're probably thinking like, is this what entrepreneurship's all about? And the answer is yes. And that's what I love about it is you're, uh, you know, our audience can't see you because this is a podcast, but, but, you know, Kat's smiling. She's smiling about the fact that she has to set up and break this shop down every time and it's operating out of her car. Um, but I, I love that because that's the story of entrepreneurship. So uh, my next question for you is, and, and this is kind of putting you on the spot a little bit, but what would you say have been some of the unexpected lessons that you've learned in this process, that the things that it's like, huh, I never would have really thought that I needed to know that or do that, um, that this learning has brought about for you? Absolutely. That's a good question. I think one thing is how to organize just <laughs> at a basic level, organizing the accounting system, organizing when we're going to be setting up and tearing down. When I have five people that are looking to me to set the schedules, I need to figure out how to organize the times that everybody's working. 
and to make sure to double check and confirm with everybody that that actually works. I thought organization was a skill that I had before this, but I realized that it really wasn't as strong as I thought it was. And it's something that I've had to learn over time and that continuously I am having to learn over and over again in different ways is the best way to organize for my team, the best way to organize for my business and um, how to do that efficiently. And I think the skill you're describing is something that, you know, we even have people in their 30s, 40s and 50s who are trying to learn that. So the fact that you're tackling this now in your early 20s is it's a huge thing. And, and you know, I want to jump back to something that you hinted at earlier and we kind of joked about it in your bio, which is you're busy. You are a full time student. You are operating a business. You're volunteering with several different organizations how do you personally prioritize your time to ensure that everything is being done to the standard that you want it to be? I will admit I am very heavily reliant on Google Calendar. It <laughs> is where I put all of my scheduling. But having a planner like Google Calendar has really helped me because I will block off specific times where I say, this is when I am working on work. This is when I am doing school. This is when I am working on Flyer Thrift. And without that, I think I would be very overwhelmed and wouldn't be able to keep track of um, different commitments that I have. But having a set system in place and um, a set system which also allows me to share events with other people so that for teams that I'm a part of or groups that I'm a part of, I can share calendar events with the whole group. And then that's how people are notified of different events happening. So. Now, you're on track to graduate from uh, the University of Dayton in May of 24. So really, you know, I mean, you're, you're not that far away here. You're looking at about 15, 16 months or so. What are the next uh, steps for you? What are the plans you have upon graduation? What is Kat Frazier going to set out to do here in the next year and a half? So to change the question just a little bit, um, long term, my goal is to open a sustainability consulting firm for businesses. But um, right now, I don't feel like I have the business or the sustainability knowledge to do so, uh, at least to do so well. And so I want to work in the industry first. So right after college, I would like to work in marketing and kind of build some credibility and build the skills and the knowledge to consult business as well down the line. And preferably, it would be working in marketing for a company that has a sustainability focus. But if not, that's something that I'd like to bring into the company. And I, I want to use that as, as a segue into the next part of this discussion, which is the sustainability piece. And that's obviously something that you have been interested in for a while. And, you know, it's something that I think we're going to see a lot more in terms of emphasis from your generation, as there seems to be a greater awareness around the need for sustainability, sustainable systems. And one of the things that I love about pairing that with entrepreneurship is entrepreneurs are problem solvers. And perhaps one of the biggest problems that we as a world will be facing in the next 5, 10, 20 years are problems related to global climate change, related to the changing systems, related to all of these things that are going to be happening that require sustainable solutions. So my question to you is, as someone in her young 20s with a focus on sustainability, 
What would you say to an audience of, let's say, high school students or even college students, your peers? What would you say is something that's really important for us to understand in order to embrace a sustainability mindset? Yes, I think that sustainability can apply to any field. So no matter what field you go into, what field you're passionate about, you can apply sustainability to that. So if that's engineering, finding sustainable solutions for maybe clean energy or different processes or inventions. If it's a, a business field, finding different business practices and processes and making those really any field you go into, you can um, work with sustainability in that. So my advice would be to find what you're passionate about, find what you enjoy doing, and then um, see how you can incorporate concepts of sustainability to that field. And as you think about this, and you have a, a special uh, relationship with Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, being an alum of the school, what is a piece of advice that you would give to current high school students who may or may not be interested in entrepreneurship or sustainability? What's something that you would advise them to consider or to look at, or, or maybe even something that you wish you had done while you were a high school student that you could pass on to them? I would say two things with that. One, the reason that I'm so passionate about sustainability or the place that it started was my AP environmental science class. And so I would highly suggest taking that course because it it gave me a very good basic understanding of why or what is climate change and why does it matter among many other things. But I would definitely suggest taking that course. But a second thing that I would suggest for students to do is to talk with people and network. If this is something that you're interested in, um, Mr. Carter, you're a great resource for entrepreneurship and sustainability. Have a conversation with you or look at different contacts that like speakers that may come into CHCI, um, reach out to them after or contacts that you have in your community that are studying or working in the fields that you're interested in. Just sitting down for coffee one time or having a Zoom call can literally change the direction that you choose to go. And I think it's a, it's very important to use the resources and connections you have to learn more. I think that's fantastic advice. One of the core principles of our program is effective communication and really helping students understand the power of networking. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure you experience this as well as everyone. It's hard that that first time that you strike up a conversation with a stranger at a networking event and you're like, I just want to hide in a corner and not talk to anybody. But you discover it's through these connections that you can really establish some exciting possibilities. So I love that piece of advice. Uh, so uh, tell as, as we as we wrap up our conversation here, Kat, what are some of the classes that you're going to be taking next semester that have you particularly excited? So I'm taking the second part of the intro to entrepreneurship class. So I will be continuing the flyer thrift business through that. Very excited to continue that. It's been an amazing experience so far, and um, I can't wait to continue it. I'm also very excited for, um, I'm taking a urban sustainability class. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to learn about that because it's not a topic that I know much about. And then I'm taking a social media marketing class too. So you, you have your hands full is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Well, Kat, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your passion and your interest and your enthusiasm with the listeners here on the podcast. Thank you. 
Well, that wraps up our conversation with Kat Frazier, currently a student at the University of Dayton and an alum of Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy. To learn more about Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy or the Entrepreneurship and Sustainability Program, please visit chca-oh.org.